0: Chapter One. Sfilare The word vibrated from my mouth, dispelling the magical veil over my floor-to-ceiling bookcase. I paced the length of the shelves as encyclopedias and academic texts rippled and became magical tomes and grimoires. At a flaking leather-bound tome, I stopped and pulled it from its slot. A book of final passage. I flipped it open to a marked page and set the book on a stand on my iron table. My gaze roamed across the ornate script to an old and sacred ritual that ensured swift passage for the deceased by calling forth a gatekeeper. I took a resolute breath and nodded. I was going for it. For the past week, I'd studied the ritual, weighing the pros and cons of actually enacting it. But it wasn't like the order had left me a choice, After several inquiries into my mother's death, the first sent four months ago, I hadn't received a single response. Not even a boilerplate. We appreciate your correspondence. Please be patient as we look into the matter. So, yeah, the order could bite me. I consulted the book and some notes I'd jotted into the margins as I pulled spell items from my storage bins. Before long, the tabletop was arrayed with candles, an urn of graveyard dirt, A funeral veil, soaked with a copal resin, a bloodstone, and a manhole-sized standing mirror. On the table's far end was the porcelain hairbrush that had belonged to my mother when she was a girl. Two strands of her light brown hair caught in its bristles. Two chances to get this right, I thought. I walked in a circle, sprinkling the graveyard dirt into a symbol of the dead. I then placed five candles around the circle's perimeter and, chanting, lit them in a star-shaped sequence. As the flames rose and thinned, the room seemed to dim and cool by several degrees. At the center of the circle, I propped the mirror on its stand and then placed the bloodstone and a strand of hair drawn from my mother's brush before it, covering both with the funeral veil. And now for my insurance. Focusing on the coin pendant that hung from a chain around my neck, I encanted softly, lips, tongue, and tone imbuing the family symbol with energy. The coin began to hum over my sternum. I switched chance, encasing the coin in a small shield. If I calculated correctly, the energy building up in the coin would overwhelm the shield spell in about five minutes. A time bomb, for if things went sideways... Gatekeeper, I whispered in an ancient tongue as I stood from the circle and drew my sword from my cane. You who grant passage to the dead and the dying, who safeguard the in-between. I beseech you to carry our beloved to the world beyond, to spirit her soul with all haste. Wincing, I drew the sword's blade across my palm. I held the wounded hand forward, allowing the blood to drip over the artifacts in the center of the circle. Take her, I said. The charcoal smell of the copal thickened, and the room dimmed further. A sound like distant thunder rumbled in. Black clouds filled the mirror, twisting slowly into a vortex. She is ready to pass, and time is short, I said the spell elements amplifying the power of my mother's hair, wrapping it in a potent aura of fresh death. Take her, I repeated, fog issuing from my breath now. The rumbling deepened, and a powerful entity, more shadow than form, emerged into the circle and drifted over the blood-spattered objects. Aiming my staff at the circle, I cried, Sarare! The portal behind the mirror slammed shut. The gatekeeper jerked up and then circled several times, as though sensing its confined state. When the entity stopped, empty sockets, impossibly deep, stared back at me. A whispering voice spoke, raking me with chills. She is already claimed. I went mute as I studied the being as ancient as humankind, Left to its work, a gatekeeper was harmless. When tricked and trapped, not so much. But I needed to know what had happened to my mother, and a gatekeeper could tell me,